Good morning. Welcome to Live Long and Dead. I'm your host, Cosmo. It is Saturday morning, June 6th, and yesterday Cade had his circumcision, so it's been uh, dealing with the recovery. Um, His normal way of sleeping on me is on his tummy, and that puts too much pressure on his recovering unit right now so uh Heidi's been kind enough to take the lead on his sleeping and Cecilia slept on me tonight she had uh, a bit of a rough night where uh after the 9 p.m bottle she was up for a good couple of hours and finally passed out and uh, then after the 2 a.m. bottle, when she finally woke up, she was up again for about an hour, and uh, now it's 6.30 a.m. She's happily asleep. She went to bed quick after that. Um, so it was interesting. I have a Twitter account for this podcast, at LiveLongAndDad. And I posted, uh, Cade was, uh, asleep on me after having trouble getting comfortable while Heidi was out doing something. And so he had been crying for 20 minutes and, uh, then finally passed out with his hand over his face. So I took a picture and just said, eh, not too happy after the circumcision and, because on this podcast, I've talked a bunch about how much of a pain in the butt it was to get this thing scheduled through Kaiser. They did not make it easy, and uh, I did not know this was a thing, but anti-circumcision activists came after me, and that's just been really interesting. First time cancel culture has come for me, and the first reply was... Uh, that is so cruel, and I didn't take offense the first several replies, and I said, well, why is it cruel? Uh, better to do it now when he's a tiny little guy and won't remember it and won't have to remember the recovery. Uh, I would sure hate to, as a teenager or an adult, uh, uncircumcised and if I wanted to be circumcised then have to deal with the procedure and the recovery and so that's the main part of where I'm coming from and Heidi agrees and uh, you know there's hygiene reasons it's a heck of a lot easier to keep a circumcised penis clean, uh, UTI issues and stuff, and I've listened to plenty of Loveline, and there's actually a classic Loveline RSS feed, and so I'm currently listening to old, like, 1998-1999 Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew, and it doesn't happen all the time, but you get calls from guys going... I'm uncircumcised in my foreskin tour, or I'm uncircumcised and I'm really uh, shy about it because I 
the girls I've been with haven't really liked it. And I, I know that's not super common, but, you know, why not get it done? And I'd say about 20 or 30 people came at me and went in my mentions and um, all of them preachy and judgy and condemning. Uh, some of them civil, but not many. One guy said, hey, you're going you're gonna to cut your girl next? No, I'm not. And one guy comparing it to genital mutilation for girls. I'm like, no, there's a difference, I believe, between sniffing off the foreskin and removing the clitoris and sewing the vagina closed. Um, a bit of a difference. And um, lots of guys coming out and saying, hey, many women prefer an uncircumcised, an unaltered. There's lots of lingo that I hadn't ever. Uh, unaltered, unmutilated. Uh, lots of women prefer unaltered penises. I never said that they weren't out there. I'm sure there are. But I guarantee you the number of women that would go, and no, I don't, I don't mess with unaltered penises is higher than whatever the number is of women that would go, oh no, I don't, I only do unaltered penises. I don't do circumcised penises. Those, no, no, no. I, I wonder if there's any of them out there. Uh, so, um, and then some of the less nice people were calling me a sicko for mutilating my child. One guy, uh, when I was just still trying to engage some of these people, I was like, you know, uh, back in my high school in PE class and football locker rooms nobody I knew was uncircumcised so you know uh, I wouldn't want him to feel uh, like he's different and um, uh, and people had trouble they were like oh so uh, so what um, if he's different and uh, I'm like, because there's body shaming that goes on in locker rooms and high school. I mean, chubby guys get made fun of for having man boobs, and hairy guys get made fun of for being hairy, and bullies. Male teenagers are awful people. And uh, one guy said, oh, you just ignore the bullies. Oh, because it's that easy. Oh, you just ignore them. Okay. So, uh, um, and I, I replied, well, you know, it's not that easy just for some people to ignore bullies. And he said, oh, it really is. It's really that easy. Then you've never been bullied. You've never truly been bullied. Uh, so I'll, I'll make sure to pass that along to the families of the, the people who have committed suicide because they were bullied. That uh, Oh, they should have just tried ignoring it. These P 
people that are coming after me are a lot of them have dedicated Twitter accounts. That that's their whole Twitter mission is they are anti-circumcision, anti-genital manipulation, um, just really, really weird. One lady replied, I'd be sad if my genitals were cut by my parents' request too, crying face. And why not teach your son confidence in his natural body? Cut him because some woman in 18 years might not like it? Would you get your daughter breast implants and labiaplasty if her boyfriend requested it? (sighs) And then one guy said, I'm glad I never got cut. I didn't have to worry about losing sensation and not having to use lube either. Um, Okay. I got a bunch of those, like, my sensation's better than yours. How do you know? You you have an unaltered penis. You've never experienced what it's like to have a circumcised penis, so you can't compare it. And uh, my sensation's just fine. And lots of guys going, oh, I know lots of guys who regret being circumcised or prefer have or are glad they, okay, that's nice that you do because I don't. I literally know nobody who is uncircumcised and I know nobody who has ever expressed regret that they were circumcised. (laughs) And one guy says, Oh, so you and your friends talk about your dicks? Well, you guys are too, apparently, if you know, are talking about how you're glad you're unaltered. Weirdos. Weirdos. Um, let's see. And I was still being cool. Uh, to the guy that said he is glad he's unaltered, I said... Cool, bro. I'm glad we're both happy with our penises. And but then they kept on going because they're fanatics. Um, one guy said, "As a circumcised guy, I am not happy that this was forced on me." That's another big part of this. It's unconsensual because they're babies. My sons are intact. I speak out against forced genital alterations every day. And then other douchebag says about me. He's probably going to reply with something about how it's wrong to impose your will on others. Hypocrites are a dime a dozen. And I said, nope, I'm not going to judge him uh, like you guys are judging me. He's doing what he thinks is best for his kids. Good for him. And Then uh, another guy posts, great, mothers say just the same for their daughters. And then it's pictures of female genital uh, mutilation. (sighs) And the last bunch of replies I've just been saying, have a good weekend. I think I'm going to delete the original tweet and... uh, thus the whole thread then that seems like they win but by giving them 
a platform to spew their judgment. That's probably what they want, and that's letting them win also. So maybe a strategic retreat, a strategic deletion. Um, are you surprised? This is nothing compared to how unhappy he will be when he discovers the enormity of what you stole from him and uh, an American sickness. Yeah. Uh, It's so weird. I mean, I have never once even thought about (laughs) my stuff being incomplete or something being stolen from me. So what is up with these guys that they are that focused on it? Whether the guys who are circumcised who are this pissed off, I wonder if they have those rare uh, bad side effects or but then why are the people that are unaltered this fired up about it and going out and preaching about it I'd love to know more demographics about them I've clicked on some of their profiles um, uh, several of them are on the left, various uh, yelling about Trump being awful. Okay, so it's more of a liberal thing. I did see a, a study that said um, circumcision rates are going down in California, especially in San Francisco. Um, at least circumcision rates in hospitals before babies are discharged. It's like 30%. Um, but as we found out with Cade, you can't be circumcised if you're not the right weight. And, uh, it's 30 days after birth. So if Heidi, how long is a normal full-term baby in the hospital? A couple of days, uh, a day less. less. So with the virus going on less than 24 hours. Right. And so in... And- there's a recommendation that you wait at least seven days for a circumcision. So, yeah. Um, so, Heidi, what are your thoughts on what were your reasons for wanting to get our two boys circumcised? Get the female perspective on this. That they're all medical. Uh, it's. You'd mentioned Loveline. And true, listening to the love lines, going through and listening through old love lines, there's at least a call a week about a poor teenage kid or a poor, you know, early 20-something who can't have sex um, or it's extremely painful because they do have the condition on the foreskin where it tears and scars and gets tighter every each time and they are forced to have a circumcision like there's no medically speaking they have to have one um and then there are uh, 
friends. <clears throat> I've, I've met a few people beyond friends who work in nursing homes or work in rehabilitation centers. And the they say the instance of infection in older in men because the foreskin isn't being cleaned properly because they're you know they're unable to clean themselves and orderlies aren't doing it whatever the case may be the instance of infection is high and they end up having to have a circumcision when you're like 80 and in, in you know an invalid at a uh, like a nursing home <sighs> pass I would pass hard on all of that nonsense I would much rather have not have to worry about it at all so mine are entirely uh, medical the, you know the rate of HIV that's all for um, uh, country actually you look at um, scholarly papers, um, circumcision is basically put in perspective when you're talking about Africa, really. I saw a bunch of papers about Swaziland, and um, that's where the research has been done. That's where the research has been focused in hopes of reduction of the transmission of HIV AIDS. So for countries like the United States and European countries and what have you it's that you don't have to it's not medically necessary um, unless you happen to be one of the people with one of these instances of issues and by the rate of calls on love line it's more of a problem um, than people know and I couldn't find any any scholarly papers that talked about the instance of adult male circumcision in a country like the United States like the the research paper doesn't exist so all of this happens and we have no idea how often it happens but they just say oh it's rare how do you know it's rare where's the paper that tells me how many times it's happened um, so I'd rather be safe and have it done when um, they can't remember it. Yeah. So. <sighs> just what a what a strange platform to <laughs> be yelling on and harassing people about. Um, so, Kate will have what's the recovery time? A week. Basically, after three to four days, um, it's generally fine. And then, you know, seven days to two weeks for it to be completely healed up. I wonder how many of these people are anti-vaxxers, because some of the language is similar. And uh, one guy pinned tweet at the top of his profile was I recently found a VHS tape of me as a baby and before my circumcision I was full of life and after it 
I, it was a huge difference. My face was sunken and I was very sad. And I've never been the same after my circumcision. Okay. Just side. Uh, clearly these are left-leaning people and I wonder how many of them are anti-vaxxers that far left so another lady just tweeted at me that uh, my son's penis is not my business it's his penis I will never use it again that's totally fine I have plenty of friends who uh, did not um, have their child circumcised have they gone off the rails on me because I decided to? No. It's not that big of a deal. I I would I would probably No, I know for a fact that if I were in a situation where I were a twenty year old and it was painful to have sex, um or there's another one that's fun there where um, a procedure like you have to have surgery or you're an older person you have to have a catheter um, there are instances where the foreskin gets pulled back over the head and tightens and constricts it and your the head of your penis can go gangrenous like um, I'm sorry do you want gangrene on your penis or do you just want to have a circumcision like, again the instance of that is not super common because if it were super common no one would be complaining or yelling at you about this but I'm not willing to take to roll a dice on my kid not having that happen because I come from a family of zebras we have weird stuff you know we are we are those medical mysteries that something just happens to us and people go oh that never happened that can't be it that never happens oh nope that is that is what that is so no Absolutely not. I'm not putting my, I'm not risking my kid um, for that. Mm -mm. Yeah. So that's uh, what's been going on with the uh, circumcision plan. Not only do we have a uncomfortable little baby, uh, we have a bunch of weird Twitter weirdos coming out of the woodworks and yelling. Twitter is a horrible, horrible place. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Starfleet Panels, uh, and then this podcast's Twitter is at Live Long and Dad. Hopefully, it's a nice, restful day for these two babies, and James is spending the night at Grandma's house, and uh, he'll be back mid afternoon. So all right everybody have a wonderful day and we will see you soon